Thanks very much, Brendan. Uh, it's great to catch up with David Cobra. It's Musk Creek Farm is one of the staples of the Victorian breeding industry, and David gives so much uh, from a professional sense and also uh, as one of the main men at the Moonee Valley Racing Club as well. David, great to see you. How are you? Very well, Michael. Good to see you. Plenty of people here, which is great to see. Obviously. It is. Big crowd on this day one, which is fabulous. They always get a good crowd on a Sunday. It's great to have families and friends out here. And uh, for you, day one, are there day one nerves when you've always got a draft coming to the Premier Sale? Oh, yeah, it builds up over a week and uh, the inspections start slowly and build up and uh, then we're, of course, looking at the second and third lookers and the x-ray hits and you hope they're still there when the horse goes through the ring. <laughs> um, the draft that you've got here, is it 13 this year? 13 this year. We're very honoured to prepare for for uh, the Masara family at Arrowfields. Uh, uh, they've uh, sent down four very nice horses and just by uh, a fluke of the, uh, of the draw, they're the first four horses we're selling today. <laughs> wow, there you go. Um, so for, for someone like you and your team at Musk Creek Farm, what's the, the preparation, the lead-up, and how big is a sale like the Premier for, you, for, your, for your year, how it sets up? Yeah, well... Uh, we concentrate really on two sales, Magic Millions and Melbourne Premier, and the uh, more forward types uh, go to Magic Millions, um, and because that's what the customer's looking for there. And uh, but we always always save uh, two or three nice horses for Melbourne, and the ones that just need an extra month or two of uh, growth, uh, they come to Melbourne. In terms of preparation, well, it's. It's really a six-month process. You know, the the education starts at the farm on a on a pretty slow uh, commencement, but it builds up, especially the last uh, 12 weeks or so, where the preparation is very intensive and uh, and uh, the staffs really flat out seven days a week, uh, preparing and educating the horses and uh, to make sure that they're not only beautiful and shiny when they come here, but uh, they walk out well and, and present to the uh, best uh, the staff can prepare them. You've done something a lot of people only dream of, and that's produce a, a champion in Piero uh, as well. So you know what you're doing and you know what you're looking for. <laughs> well... Piero came along in the first draft of the farm uh, way back, uh, what would have been 12 odd years ago, and that year we had 70% fillies, so we had to find a few weanling colts to uh, supplement the draft, and uh, um, we bought Piero through Tim Stewart then, and uh, I wasn't at the weanling sale, but Tim rang me three or four times and he said, there's one standout here, you've just got to buy him, and so uh, we bought him, brought him back to the farm, grew him out over nine months, took him back to Magic Millions, and most people who saw him thought he was a very nice horse, but more a three-year-old type, except for one trainer, and uh, Gay Waterhouse bought him, and the rest of this history, you know, the Triple Crown two-year-old, first colt to do it since Luskin Star, and, uh, and then uh, went on as a three-year-old, and retired uh, winning four and a half odd million and and then Coolmore came along and paid the owner a nice fat check and uh, he's now one of our leading stallions and a really rapidly emerging broodmare stallion too. And is it true that you actually had a leg of Piero for quite some time? Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I said to Gay, <coughs> uh, if you're buying it on spec, I'll keep a leg. And and then three weeks later, Gay rang me and he, she said, David, do you mind? I've got an owner, but he doesn't race with partners. Do you mind if he takes the whole horse? So uh, I said, well, yeah, we'll take the money, you take the horse, which works out most of the time, but not quite this time. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, it, it's it's a lovely part of history that you are for Australian racing and been able to pinhook Piero. Um, of your draft, who are a few of the highlights that you're most excited about? Uh, we've got a very nice uh, deep field colt going through tomorrow morning out of uh, American Mare, a very fast uh, family in America. Uh, a mare by Blame, who's a top broodmare sire in America. The mare's uh, called Ascertain and this is her first foal and uh, He's been quite a standout. Got uh, a colt uh, by Dundeal uh, out of a mare called Cardiac, and then Costa Mare, who's already thrown uh, a horse called Declaration of Heart, who's a, uh, a group winner and group place getter. Got beaten a, a, a very small nostril in the Alistair Clark. Um, and uh, so he's a really nice athletic. Uh, Colt, who's uh, you know he'll be a miler type, but uh, he's been very popular. Uh, Schnitzel Philly, at uh, of uh, who's a half sister to Chris Waller, Philly in Sydney. Demiana, who's uh, uh, had two starts for a win and a second in town. Uh, she looks like an early type, and uh, we've got a very interesting Ocean Park Colt who's uh, going through as the last horse today. And he's out of uh, winning Northern Ready Mare, who's uh, half sister to Captivant, the Group One winner. So he's a very nice colt as well. As well as breeding them, you obviously race a few, and I believe you got a share in Banker's Choice. He ran really well in the Blame yesterday. Yeah, that was terrific. You know, we we're hoping he'd win and get to the All Star Mile, but uh, you know, he won the Ballarat Cup and is probably looking more like a 2,000 metre plus horse this time in. So, uh, according to Mike Moroney, he's now heading to Sydney and uh, Ranvet, Doncaster and maybe the Queen Elizabeth, we'll see. So, uh, he's uh, one of the hopes of the team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, David, we wish you all the best. Musgrave Farm's one of the most picturesque farms here in Victoria and uh, it bats above its, its scale, doesn't it? Now, no, it's terrific. We run a boutique uh, farm and you know we our aims to have 20 odd quality mares and uh that can be uh produce the right sort of quality the trainers and syndicators and buyers want so that's uh, the aim of the game and uh, i call it my therapy away from my real world <laughs> i'd also like just while we're talking just to publicly acknowledge the uh contribution of don casbold as chairman of uh, Mooney Valley, Don's been on the committee 18 years and chairman for eight years, and he announced on Friday that he's stepping down after the All-Star Mile, and Don's contribution's just been fantastic to the club, put a lot of time and effort in. He's uh, guided the club through uh, great times and not-so-great times with COVID and so forth, and he's been a wonderful influence uh, around the committee table, and... Uh, now some of the younger brigade are going to step up and guide the club in the future to exciting times. Yeah, he leaves the club in, in very safe hands with the redevelopment uh, that's that's going on as well. He's a, he's a great man, Don, and uh, it'd be a perfect one to go out after the uh, All-Star Mile. Exactly, exactly. So there'll be uh, 
plenty of celebrations uh, with Don and, uh, and uh, we look forward to a very exciting future at Moody Valley. Good on you, Dave. Good luck over the next three days with the sales. Thanks very much, Michael. Good to chat.